Hey family, thank you for following and trusting the path that led you here. This is Flow Space, Conscious Conversations with J&D. I'm Jerrica. And I'm Deandra. Our discussions will be led by intuition and spirit as we continue to evolve and learn about what it means to live an earthly human experience. Our conversation yesterday helped me um, today because when I'm telling you, when I was like, oh shit, it's the yoga. Oh shit, it's the daily meditation. Like, oh shit, it's this. Um, wanting to run from it. Like, I literally was telling Franchi on the yoga mat, I was like, that's it. It's no coincidence. I'm not doing this anymore. There's no point in it. Like, why? Um, but I worked through like mad anxiety today, like in the morning time. And then the yoga practice helped me it really like brought me back to like the center like being balanced and it was really cool because we were discussing um franchi had asked me like oh where like how do you feel now like it's the third day of consecutive yoga like do you feel something in your body shifting and i was like yeah i definitely like feel the more more of a connection to the body and i was like and i'm able to point out like the different energetics within the body but also within the physical body so I notice, like in different poses, my left side is um, weaker than the right side. Like if I'm on a three-legged dog or whatever it is, like the left side will always be shaking. If it's the right side, I'm stable and like good. So then I was like, and I reflected on that being the energetics of the masculine feminine. Like I'm very in my feminine energy where I could be more masculine to be more in balance. So like that aspect like was highlighted during the yoga practice and then he was like yeah and also like your left side is your receiving side your right side is your giving and I'm a giver like I'm always like extending outward so it all ties into like why the right side is I would almost say like um it's so easy for me like to be in poses like if I could just hold myself up with my right hand I'm good Mm -hmm. balancing on my right leg I'm good but if it's the left side it's like whoa what's going on here so that like that was cool to see and like all of this whole conversation with him earlier helped me like be like okay i'm gonna stick it out like and then our conversation yesterday like you mentioned something about the folding um in the text messages so all of that i was reflecting on it i was like okay maybe this is the time yeah i don't know what but it's definitely go with it (laughs) yeah and that's amazing to acknowledge within yourself because once ago you know you you wouldn't have made it this far so it's like celebrate that yeah i would have been in bed like and i caught myself today so i'm telling you like yesterday like those physical symptoms were really like causing anxiety of like oh my god am i getting sick like and i couldn't even believe myself when i was like the last time i was sick was august 24th i'm like yo why do i have that date memorized you know so then this morning i woke up and the first thing i did it was like okay how do i feel like i like immediately went to scanning the body and like i sat up slowly and i was like can i get out of bed and i was like stop your shit you know it was like one of those hard in the fuck up moments <laughs> I was like, get out of bed and i did like i did feel a little bit like weaker and i think i look at like i'm a little bit pale in the face today and i feel like i have dark circles on my eyes so i know that there's something like going on but as opposed to giving into it and just being like, yep, I don't feel good. Cancel all plans. Like I'm staying in bed today. Like I would have. And like how I have so many times in the past, I was like, nope, I'm going to get up and do what I got to do. 
while still honoring how i feel yeah yeah like i'm not like playing pretend but it's like the baseline has increased because it's as opposed to like folding to whatever physical symptoms i'm experiencing or how i feel emotionally it's like no life goes on like and Mm -hmm. i'm alive i'm gonna take advantage yeah there's a fine line with that and like not um like always serving yourself from a high higher perspective instead of like falling towards like a victim mentality or not capable or like lack of worthiness that like we all move through so it's cool to acknowledge where that has expanded and has been alchemized to certain levels and like our baseline is now where we are now you know it's it's a it's a really supportive time that we're in right now like the universal energies the cosmic energies the higher vibrational energies of love and light are really supporting us in this moment because of how grand it is that you know the human needs a little guidance during these times so it's cool to know and feel and acknowledge the energetic support that we have available to us now which only affirms the experiences that you're having that i'm having that i'm sure many people can relate to now you know even when it feels like what is going on like this is so new i've never experienced this or like i'm really being asked to like expand take up space in a way that i've never done before um it's affirming because when feeling into just energy around it feels very like a like a hug kind of sensation so it's nice it's like a good way to recognize that it's okay yeah and that is a big takeaway the feeling of it's okay like even when the brain can convince you that something might not be okay it still is okay and that's such a um, i would say like such a challenging concept for me to understand because of the feelings of control that still lives within me like i don't know how many times i have to say it like and i know on so many podcasts like we've discussed that (laughs) control is something i really think i work through and i'm like okay i'm surrendering and then certain things come up and it's like yo this control really still there like to so many different degrees but um knowing like you don't have to be in control like while you are in the driver's seat of your life at all times you know the power lives within you different circumstances that may not necessarily be under your direct control because the world around you isn't you're not the puppet master for the world around you so knowing that you can flow and have like flexibility within things that arise is so comforting but it's such a concept to really grasp when you uh, battle that control factor Mm -hmm. and the idea of like knowing it's okay it like it's exactly the you say i can't even speak the exact example of today like going to sleep last night feeling a little bit off or not knowing what was happening and then waking up and knowing like okay maybe i don't know exactly what's going on but i'm breathing my heart's beating i'm okay and i even told myself this morning like i'm telling you i was really spiraling i told myself this morning like even if my heart wasn't beating it's still okay (laughs) (laughs) sometimes you have to take it there to really aid the mind and help it like move forward and not be in that spiral and for me that's the like comforting of the control factor because it's like what am i trying to control me being alive if i'm not alive then what you know like i don't know what happens after so why stress it yeah but it's cool because these things are surfacing in a way that 
you're now capable to be more from the observer standpoint than like being consumed by these thoughts Mm -hmm. so it really affirms that these things are coming up to be alchemized like you know like one last hurrah before (laughs) like whatever else is coming and unraveling like this is being rippled out yeah and my um yoga practice today was all about the observer so it's really interesting because that i told you earlier like the yoga practice is what really brought me back into being like okay i'm gonna continue on um and it was stepping into that observer role as opposed to the victim mindset that could have surfaced like falling into what i was feeling or allowing the chatter of the mind to take over it was like no like those are the thoughts but that's not me mm-hmm. and really like taking that step back and seeing my mind as its own entity and then seeing the physical body as its own entity and then like just um compartmentalizing those different aspects as opposed to like melting them all together mm-hmm. really helped yeah because you're able to like make distinctions between them to mm-hmm. help navigate them yeah exactly and i feel that this ties into the conversation we were having yesterday um that we said like oh that would be a cool podcast topic and it's about um you know like how your perspective of certain things if you attach to that perspective it can really hold you back from your own expansion or from growth or whatever the moment is serving you as and i like we were speaking about it um in terms of like others but I feel like it's the same thing for the self, of course. So because of that shift in perspective, I'm able to allow expansion into my life without feeling the need to control it or judge it. And it's something I would love to speak more about. I'm trying to remember in what capacity like we were talking about it to like really bring it back for me. Yeah, so, okay, like if you, um, if you witness somebody having judgments on something... Um, or preconceived notions about a certain person or idea they might not be able to receive a message that is coming through because of the messenger because Mm -hmm. of whatever opinions they have on that specific messenger and they could be missing well i don't want to say missing but they could be bypassing a really important message yeah that can help incorporate more ease into their life so um and I bring it up because like for the example of what I shared with you, like my yoga, my meditation and the abundance challenge, because of whatever like preconceived notions I could have had this morning developed quickly, like attaching, okay, these, I'm going to group them as ascension symptoms, even though like I don't attach to it, but just to sum it up, mm-hmm. what could be labeled as these ascension symptoms could be contributed to the practices that I'm doing and it's like nope I want no part of it and I could be blocking myself from further growth or expansion just because I might have these preconceived notions or like weary feelings about what I'm doing Mm -hmm. and then that's like the same concept like when you're in conversation with somebody they can be sharing something with you but because you might feel whatever you feel because of past experiences you're quick to like close the mind and shut it all out right so it's like bringing awareness to that and stepping further deeper into a state of love i feel Mm -hmm. and hold expanding one's capacity to hold love not only for the self but for others well it's you know it's always a ripple effect or a reflection of one to the other 
Um, and what that looks like is by navigating the spaces in which we can aid ourselves with more love in our personal life. It's easy for me to observe it from an outside perspective on someone else. Um, but I wanted to talk a little bit about what you were saying about the ascension symptoms, because it reminds me of something that I listened to in this program that I'm a part of in this three month detox that I'm currently doing. Um, and the perspective of a symptom when, um, in, when doing something positive for yourself, how these things can surface and it comes from, um, like an avoidance or like blocking the flow, you know, because it can just simply be. And the more we allow it to simply be, the less of a symptom it is and the more it's just an integrated part of our reality. Um, so even how we perceive the experiences that we're having in the moment um, really dictate how much we um, receive from the moment. And to take it a little step further, how sometimes we can be in experiences that um, seem to be like, you know, why me? It's shifting that to thank you or like, yes, me, you know, this is serving me. And that's, of course, always easier said than done. But it's always taking the perspective, like taking the high road, taking the gratitude perspective, stepping deeper into our hearts and that allows us to not only hold capacity for ourselves, but when we see someone else who maybe in the past we would have judged how they're showing up, we're able to step further into a space of compassion to then receive something that someone has to share with us. Because we always, like we've said in the past, you know, we're always teachers and students. And even those who may not be, you may perceive as not having anything to share, like someone who makes less money or doesn't have the same ideologies as we have or the same values all the way there as we do, doesn't mean that there's not something there for us to receive because we're all missing pieces of the puzzles to someone else's story and vice versa. So instead of being creating the villain, creating someone to be portrayed as the villain in your story, see where there is something for you to receive because there's always something available to us when we're in the present moment. <laughs> your face. No, because I literally, I hear you. Like I'm I don't know if you him. are because after a certain time, I'm like, damn. <laughs> like, no, but like at one point... <laughs> I received a lot from what you just shared. <laughs> just know that. <laughs> but at one point, it was like I could no longer hear the words you were speaking because yeah. it was too much. And it was like, okay, like, breathe. That's something else that's been part of this program that I'm doing. The vital importance of breath work is so key. Wait, Be but before you go okay. further, it's like, take a breath. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, do the yeah, breath. Do the breath, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm like tingling like my skin is like <laughs> yeah no because something that you said and I like that's what kind of like set me off to like no longer hearing the words but like feeling the frequency um mentioning the symptoms and like when you release and surrender to them like it eases up because it's no longer your focus and I think that that's such a grand concept because that's with everything in life and um, putting it in perspective to like symptoms or health is really good 
or I don't want to say it's really good, but it's really powerful. It's such medicine because as soon as you can actually uh, conceptualize something that you might do on a daily basis, like if somebody has a headache, that's what comes to mind, or heart palpitations, that's something you feel and you're like, oh, I have this headache, or you're like, okay, why is my heart racing? And then you're feeding the energy and you're feeding those symptoms. So you're not allowing yourself to receive whatever message your body's showing you because you're doing the opposite. You're focusing on the complete opposite side of that spectrum. So once you release the idea of trying to control or figure out why these things are happening, you begin to realize, okay, maybe I need to drink water. Maybe I need to take a breath. Maybe my body needs rest. And you start receiving. Mm -hmm. So it really like alchemizes that whole experience for you. And um, when you said it to me, like I had a moment of gratitude because that's something that I recently had practiced after speaking with Katie um, Beecher, the medical intuitive. She had really told me use my symptoms um, as my friends as opposed to something I'm battling. So as soon as I started welcoming welcoming in my symptoms, I was able to really not experience those symptoms anymore. And I think that's such magic because it's not like, i'm pretending i don't have them i literally don't have them anymore yeah yeah so it's so cool because i released control and i released the need to figure out why something was happening like why is this happening to me and like you said it was like okay i'm so thankful that my body's speaking to me and that i have this connection and ability to receive let's see where this is going to take me and i went with it Mm -hmm. and life really changed completely So I'm so grateful that you pointed that out because I think that was something that on my personal journey really helped me a lot. And I think that, yeah, we're speaking about it in terms of symptoms, but again, it could be applied to so many different things in life. Yeah, because symptoms, I feel synonymous with message. So it's being open to receive the message that the symptom is there to offer. Yeah. And like that can be in conversation with another person, like that can be literally anything. Yes. And to take it even further, like symptom can be synonymous with like judgment, like anything that surfaces that can be perceived as a blockage. Yes. And it's shifting the perspective on these limitations and and rewiring that towards a message to be received. Yes. And then the second part of the like what you were saying this morning, my tea, my tea bag, um, message it said gratitude is the pathway to love so when you mentioned that like stepping into that gratitude standpoint it really is the way because as opposed to falling to that victim mentality or folding to the circumstance you're empowering yourself and then you're being grateful and in that gratitude your heart is expanding not only for yourself but then for those you come in contact with yes especially when we're able to shift that in moments where we could have previously judged others have holding a, a gratitude perspective allows compassion to then be able to serve this person to help them on their journey mm-hmm. who then in turn helps us on our journey yep and i love it because and like something else you mentioned like i wanted to speak on everything you were saying yeah. that's why it became overwhelming because it was like okay hold that thought hold that thought <laughs> but um the teacher and student role always knowing that in every encounter there's always an exchange if you believe in the ways of energy or that this universe is all energy you know that there's constant giving and receiving it's reciprocity exactly there's always going to be that exchange so you're never 
above somebody else and you're never the all-knowing you know every person every being every plant animal whatever you come in contact with has medicine to remind you of and as soon as we fall into the mindset like oh i already know this or you think that yeah like you have the answers to something that's a blockage right there and then usually that's where like the judgment can creep in without you even realizing that you're judging so i wanted to speak on that too because as as long as you remember that every encounter is serving you you're going to continue gaining pieces to the puzzle of life yeah it's maintaining the beginner's mind Mm -hmm. always and also remaining in the heart space and not in the mind yeah and it's something i practice like um you could label me as a reiki master but if i meet somebody who's doing reiki and they're explaining it to me i'm there like yeah like as if i know nothing about it and it's not like to fool them or anything but it's really like approaching everything with a clean slate Mm -hmm. because they may be sharing something with me that my perspective has been closed off to or not um aware of yet and i never want to be like oh yeah i already know this yeah because i think in regular conversations i have a tendency to be like yeah i know like so many people do it's like yeah i know i know but it's like do you really know because you're saying you know that's like the step one of showing you don't know right and when something is being brought to our attention whether it's a message or anything like that it's being it's happening for a reason Mm -hmm. so with that in mind we're easy it's more easily available for us to be open to receiving that because nothing surfaces for no reason like it all has purpose so that can help ease in ourselves and in others from saying like oh i know you know and quickly shutting the door because that door is open for a reason Mm -hmm. so it's allowing ourselves to be receptible (laughs) 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 no because i've never heard that word so i was like i don't even know if that's a word (laughs) no but i think so receptible you know what i don't know <laughs> that's being open word. to receive yeah i know what you meant but i was like oh i never heard that word receptible i really feel like it's a word i have to look it up maybe but yeah for sure that that concept and i feel that in my personal life that concept has taken me a long way and it really came into my awareness because it's not a word it's not a word no <laughs> <laughs> that's fine yeah <laughs> it's a word now um that concept came into my awareness because i was dealing with a person in my life who kept telling me they know like i wouldn't even finish my sentence and they like i'm like okay this is how i know like i would get cut off like two three words in with the i know and i was like wow that's something like like you mentioned it's easy to see it in other people um, before you could see it in yourself but if you can identify it in others it's because it's living within you so really practicing that concept like why am i experiencing this so much like where in my life is this living mm-hmm. and then going like in that allowed me to receive you know that awareness and understanding now that i have yeah and that shifts to compassion when we're able to acknowledge something in someone else that we've grown through and hold love for mm-hmm. so then be able to extend that love to another yeah and even like let's say you haven't even like gone through it 
let's say you witness it in somebody else and then you're like okay this lives within me right in that moment that's compassion is growing Mm -hmm. because in order for you to alchemize that within yourself if you want to or not obviously like it's your choice but as soon as you recognize it within the self obviously you have love for the self and then as soon as you have love for the self you have love for others because we're all connected and we're all one so it goes hand in hand So I know you mentioned wanting to speak about the breath. Can you tell us a little bit about it? (laughs) So the importance of the breath and how it really serves and aids us when we're navigating through um, expansion, through healing, through trying moments, the breath is always available to us and it's a way to reset, especially in all of those scenarios that I just mentioned, expansion, healing, trying moments. Um, in those all of those moments although they may have different perceptions towards them like some may be like oh uh, you know not ideal or like oh expansion woohoo you know but those are all moments where we may tend to hold our breath because of the grandness of it whether it's in a positive or a negative so um, being conscious of the breath and expanding the breath allows more oxygen to um, be available to us in the moment to really have the moment serve us best that's like the best way i can phrase it right now (laughs) there you go again so it's something about like as you speak it really just and i really been feeling this way the last few days i i don't know i feel different um like on an energetic level like i can't talk a lot Like in my every, like when I'm not around others, like I'm very mute because I feel like I'm somewhere else a lot of the time. Like I, I'm like floating a little bit. So that's something that I've been working on, but the breath has really helped. Um, Just the concept of expanding oxygen and how like only high vibrational things can live in an oxygenated state. Nothing of disease or low vibe can live where oxygen is in surplus. (sighs) taking a deep breath (laughs) yeah so that concept is really grand and i'm really grateful for it but still something that i'm really um integrating deeply because of how much of a tool it is and i feel like it's something that isn't spoken on enough we need a breath work expert yeah we do absolutely because yeah like i know just from my personal experience like i'm sure you whenever you go to your breath it's so beneficial and it's such a resource Mm -hmm. it's like my number one tool because as long as you're alive you have your breath and Mm -hmm. in any moment you have that breath so i really resort to it often like if i'm feeling tense it's like okay take a deep breath and as i exhale i'm releasing the tension or if i feel my heart beating too fast it's like okay take a deep breath hold it then breathe out hold it you know like there's certain techniques that really help you to reset certain different parts of your body and it's free you know there's nothing to it all it is is something that you automatically your body's intelligence does naturally Mm -hmm. so if you use what you already have and then just continue to like build on it and master it it's such an essential tool yeah we can navigate through anything with the breath yeah as we already are so to utilize it in a um, what's the word in an intentional way mm-hmm. will maximize and amplify everything to our greatest advantage yeah and when you said you know like holding the breath that's such a symbolic experience honestly because when you hold the breath or like when you're tight 
what you're working through or whatever is causing you to be holding the breath or have that tension or tightness energetically it speaks to how the body feels when you hold the breath mm-hmm. and i love that you said like only high vibrational um, beings or whatever it can be exist in oxygenated spaces like yes uh, like it makes so much sense yeah innately it feels right yeah and when we're holding our breath we are holding flow so Mm -hmm. we are we are not allowing for the flow of life force to move through us with ease so through that tension creates stagnation within the body on various levels on an energetic on a physical Mm -hmm. that can result in disease in the body that can result in a blockage of the message that's trying to come through many different things yeah when you said it the visual i had received um, was that of like the blocking of flow because in moments of like tightness or tension where it's like <gasps> everybody's holding their breath mm-hmm. something's going on and whenever you have that feeling it's because things aren't flowing freely it's whatever circumstances occurring or unfolding um, but then even in that moment using the breath to alchemize the energy around you mm-hmm. or whatever's happening allows you to return to the flow and get past that situation yes and that's where those different breath work techniques come in handy mm-hmm. through like those that you hold in your breath for a certain amount of seconds mm-hmm. or however many moments you hold it in um, because that is grouping all of that energy that was once stagnant and from a tension space within the body to be released yeah so it would be amazing to get someone who can really talk about this from a like a uh deeply knowledgeable space mm-hmm. to really educate us and those that listen yeah we'll work on it listeners <laughs> yeah um but i wanted to go back to something else that you had mentioned um when you had mentioned like going into what love isn't and it reminded me like when we were speaking about those different like tightness or tensions or things like that um when you're not in the flow that triggered the memory okay of what love isn't all right, so because we always speak about like what love is yeah and like when you're able to recognize moments that aren't of love i think it's easier to help you return to love yeah absolutely as opposed to dwelling in that moments that aren't of it yeah especially because i feel like it's natural for a lot of us to harp on moments that aren't ideal so it's easier to identify those moments and acknowledge that those moments aren't um, moments of love Mm -hmm. to help us navigate those moments from a more aware space more easily yeah and what comes to mind right now is like that whole concept that we've spoken about and then like started practicing is as you're expanding or like you're growing or going through whatever you're going through and growing in that process Um, instead of taking it as like oh like i'm spiraling or this is happening you know like that victim mentality or like that sadness or experiencing grief of the past self you alchemize it into a celebration Mm -hmm. and in that act also you return quickly to love because when you are experiencing those moments of grief or sadness or hatred or anger you know whatever it is that can be coming up fear judgment all of that you're stepping out of the heart space and i'm not saying that it's not okay to do that because obviously we're humans and emotions and we experience a spectrum of things but it's about how quickly you stay in those emotions and feelings and how you allow that to dictate how your life unfolds in that moment 
or you make the conscious choice to change the perspective and turn that whole situation around. <laughs> I love it. Because <laughs> it's 100% true. So I think it's easier for us to like, let's list a few things of what love isn't mm-hmm. to help recognize those moments when they surface. Mm-hmm. So then be able to acknowledge them from a higher space mm-hmm. and then shift that experience to match that higher space that we're observing it from because it's so easy to be like oh that's not love or like that's not coming from a place of love but it's like what is not coming from a place of love Mm -hmm. and i feel that that can be something like i'm arriving to right now in this moment i don't know if love is the same for everybody Mm -hmm. you know like while i feel that it's a universal concept because of our different attachments to the word or like the understanding or understanding of it and also based on our own personal experiences thus far our concept of love could be very different yeah so like while saying that love is like the highest vibrational form of existence i firmly believe that but you know i don't know how to put words to what it is or what it isn't yeah and i think to just elaborate a little bit on that love for us is like can be synonymous towards for god for like creator for the universe source energy yeah mm-hmm. like all of those things are synonymous with the word love um and magic creation all of that yeah everything that comes from a place of non-judgment from a place of um that's fearless that's free not controlling um yeah that's a really good because when you said free not controlling I think that for me personally is what love is. It's this unlimited vastness of purity, of light, of... I'm not even going to label it as good or any of those adjectives because it's... um, It's beyond. It's beyond, or nouns. It's beyond that. It's just that space where it's pure Mm -hmm. and just the purity of light exists. Yeah, I think that's a great word, the purity because it's in that space where like we're able to have an open heart no matter what we're facing yeah and to expand the heart space is to look at anything and not turn away from it while maintaining the the feeling of love while maintaining the frequency of love murder crime like anything absolutely anything and really being able to hone in on that love and not turn away from fear from judgment like it's so moving within me like i feel myself making faces you are (laughs) you're so expressive right now because how easy (laughs) it is because i feel it because as you were doing it like i'm listening to you but i'm watching you i'm like oh she's feeling that yeah i really am i was like wait hold on because i could really go there because of it's easy to do you know it's almost like reactive is innate most of the time like seeing something that we can perceive as disgusting or Mm -hmm. something like that and and shifting that alchemizing that into love the Mm -hmm. power that that holds and the practice of that you know it is a practice because of the world that we're living in but the world that we aspire to live in is is solely created from our perspective from our actions from the frequency that we hold 
Yeah, and that world, like you just said, that's right now. Whatever world yeah. you aspire to live in, you have the magic, the power, and the capability to make that world your reality in this very moment. And like you said, it's just with that perspective shift. And something like as you were speaking, um, it was so powerful because again, like the visualization I received was like complete darkness, but then like that burst of light from the darkness. And I've read this in a book one time that out of darkness is where the light was born. So whether you are alchemizing or moving through lower vibrations or um, emotions that you don't feel are of love, because you're experiencing them, love can be born out of that. Mm -hmm. So every experience is always an opportunity or an invitation to birth love. And it's like as you continue to do this more and more, you're birthing more and more love and your heart is just really like cracking open fully expanding that heart chakra like as wide as it can be as vast as the universe itself is yes and that is so powerful because it really shifts the perspective to the to to an empowering perspective like no matter how dense the situation that we're in it is an opportunity it's inviting us mm-hmm. to go deeper into love so it's really shifting that perspective to a, a perspective of gratitude yeah that's what was coming to mind right now because i'm like okay in the midst of something how can you birth love and i think gratitude is the key right there because it's like all right this moment thank you for showing me what you're showing me like i don't know what i'm going through i don't know why i'm feeling these things but thank you Mm -hmm. and then boom like you already unlocked the first key Mm -hmm. and then as you continue to exist in that space of gratitude in the heart space Mm -hmm. you continue on the path it's like getting the breadcrumbs leading you to wherever you're gonna go yeah and it's a practice honestly because like i always say we're humans and we experience such vast emotions not hiding or not faking your emotions i think is also vital in this because in order to have the gratitude for the moment you have to have the awareness and acknowledge the moment as it is serving you Mm -hmm. as opposed to like pretending everything's all good or pretending you're not mad or you know like telling yourself that you're more than what the moment is and it's like no if you're experiencing it be open to receive what the moment is serving you for yeah like allow yourself to feel whatever emotion it is because it is it's it's something that's moving through it's flowing through you know it's just not um identifying with it as like your whole life but allow Mm -hmm. it to move through and feel it fully to then be able to be alchemized to grow one's capacity of one's baseline of what is love yep and then in the future that same type of scenario can surface again and you will no longer have to move through it the way that you once did because your baseline of what you can hold as love has grown yeah i'm really glad that you're saying that because after i said whatever i said prior to you speaking just now um (laughs) i had the idea of how like within the woke and i say that with like air quotes the woke community or spiritual community there's this concept that like you go through these tests and once you pass the test or learn the lesson like you move on from it and then a lot of people that i encounter within that community whenever now they're experiencing something again that surfaces it's like why is this happening like i already learned this lesson i already passed this test and it's really cool to see like okay it is surfacing again because this is life how you navigate you know like are you focusing on why is this happening or are you integrating and practicing the lesson you learned so that you move through it quickly yeah and that's what came to mind because even me myself like i will be like okay i thought i learned this why am i going through it again and i'm 
distracting myself from stepping into that pathway of love yeah because you know we may encounter the same scenario various times with like various people or various moments and settings and it's not to say like why is this happening but it's maybe this is where your love is needed Mm -hmm. you know as we journey through um bringing forward more love into the world to create the reality that we desire you know it's it's again that like opportunity from a space of gratitude to be able to hold the space of love or to be invited to practice it you know maybe we needed practice i think that's like the piece because that's what the realization came from for me just now it's like it's that practice as you said um you already learned those things so now it's like how quickly can you integrate them and then move on Mm -hmm. so instead of reacting in the same way that you had once did when you originally learned the lesson now you're practicing what you uh, learned yeah it reminds me of like sports like you know you don't like learn it once and then mm-hmm. you're able to like you know be great at it yeah it's the practice and it's so cool to then acknowledge when those moments of practice surface from that higher perspective like wow you know i showed up differently than i once did like how cool of me and this practice is allowing me to really hold this capacity of love more easily more mm-hmm. readily available and having that attitude like i wanted to go back to the instead of like um crying through your grief or um like being sad an old version of you is no longer in existence like bringing that perspective to that situation as well because as soon as you're like wow like i'm growing i'm moving through this you really change the experience a hundred and like 80 per- whatever it is 360 what you know you do a full turn mm-hmm. um and personally, like I found that that's super helpful because it doesn't allow me to stay in a situation or an emotion longer than I need to, yeah. which can easily happen um, when you really like are feeling it. And, you know, like it's like the soap opera kind of energy and you're going through it. And it's like, OK, like I'm going to keep going through it as long as I need to. And it's like, no, you don't have to do more than you need to. You know, like you're experiencing this. You have the awareness of it. Now, boom, change it. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's cool because what you're saying is bringing me back to like various moments I've had most recently where, you know, like even in this conversation, a past version of myself, I could have wanted to cry about like, oh, my God, like feeling it, like feeling the message. But that like crying sensation comes from like that same space that you were just talking about versus now i'm observing myself where it's just like i'm rising deeper into love you know instead of like falling you know into like oh my god like this is such a crazy moment you know it's like i feel myself like expanding into it so it's a cool observation to see like how that looks like in the physical like in real life and i think that's such a great way to check in with itself like asking where can i rise and where am i falling Mm -hmm. so that you can see the different aspects of your life or the self how you need to maybe show up in more strength power and love as opposed to whatever the falling causes and the falling isn't um bad like Mm -hmm. i wanted to emphasize that because you know it's okay to feel and have those emotions but it's really a switch of empowered yeah um energy because one aspect is like being overtaken by it Mm -hmm. and the other one is like utilizing it as fuel to then expand grow rise above because and it reminds me of 
um, feeling and checking in with yourself if you feel that you're deserving of abundance because those feelings that you rise up to I feel is part of like when people say abundance is your birthright it ties into that because yes like if you believe that abundance is your birthright that can be an abundance of so many different things and it's how you maneuver and manage those moments like are you going to choose to rise or are you going to choose to fall and become overwhelmed and then have to pick yourself up Mm -hmm. and if you're choosing to just show up in that strength and power that is your center and that is who you are you don't have to pick yourself up all you're going to do is continue elevating and increasing that baseline and rising as every experience you encounter serves you and what can help you throughout all those moments of rising is deepening the breath <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that's what came to mind just now because it can be overwhelming you know it can be like oh my god you know like i'm receiving all that i've desired you know like they can be like oh am i worthy or like you know mm-hmm. you rise deeper into that with like expanding your breath because this is like it's in the oxygenated spaces that all that we desire lives yeah i love that you brought it back to that honestly but that's what came to mind so no, it's great because like you said it could be overwhelming and i think that that's where like those ascension symptoms can come from or like the feelings of anxiety or whatever it is and it's like you need a quick reset breathe yeah like look up on youtube or wherever you can do like a 15 minute breathwork session yeah it doesn't even need to be like i'll share my like go-to in whatever moment i'm experiencing it's called the box breath you breathe in for four you hold your breath for four seconds or count you breathe out for four and then you hold your breath again for four and as you're doing it you're visualizing a box being built so it's like four up four holding to the side four releasing going down and then four holding to connect and i can do maybe three of those um cycles and i'm back to being excellent yeah i love it it's so tangible it's so like there for us without needing like all the excess yeah that's the one that the course that i'm in that that's the one that they mention the box breath Mm -hmm. they don't refer to it as the box breath but it's the same like four count yeah the four and also like as you like whatever you're moving through listen to your body because you can do that same exercise with an increased number so if i feel like super super anxious or if i'm moving through something like that i feel is really dense i'll increase the breath count to eight and then i'll keep like every time i breathe i'll try to go um a count higher because it's really like calming down the nervous system mm-hmm. and resetting the brain it's it's bringing in more oxygen yeah and holding sense. in more oxygen wow i didn't connect it to yeah that. i'm telling you this lesson with the oxygen really has been serving me like tenfold because i'm still integrating it because it's so grand yeah um but it makes a lot of sense because it is when we die we have no oxygen running through us so the more that we can increase our oxygen and what we could like the amount of oxygen we consume the higher we'll go and the more easily we're able to hold that higher space wow (laughs) telling you everybody i invite you right now to take the deepest breath that you have taken all day (laughs) (laughs) thank you for listening continue flowing in your own space by simply being if this resonated with you and you feel called please be sure to follow us like and share until next time wherever you go give yourself space space to to flow flow. (laughs) family family.